And hello all, this is Lala Madness, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Fierce Review. And today we actually will be talking about ultra-processed foods that are linked to an increased cancer risk. So, this is going to be health news. I know you're used to me doing entertainment news, but I do like to switch it up sometimes and give you guys something informative. So, you know where to find me at... um, all social media platforms at La La Madness and on Instagram at La La Madness underscore official. So, now, um, ultra processed foods make up for about 60% of foods in the United States and about 50% of foods in the UK. So now, a study, a 2016 rather study, found that 60% of the calories in the average American diet come from this kind of food, which would be ultra processed foods. A 2017 study finds that they make up about 50% of the Canadian diet, and they make up about 50% of the UK diet. Okay. Now, there are actually three stages of food processing. Just so that you're aware, so you can know the difference, the first stage of processing involves making sure food is edible. Okay. Harvesting grains, shelling nuts, and slaughtering chickens are all considered primary processing. Foods that have only gone through this stage of processing are offers often still considered whole foods. So whole foods will be your initial process or the first stage of processing. Now, the secondary stage of processing is actually makes it more complex or finished or a processed product at that time, and that includes cooking it, freezing it, or canning it. Okay. So you have your whole foods, which are like your whole grains and um, nuts and things, and then you have anything that then is cooked, frozen, or canned. Okay, so now ultra-processed foods actually go through a third stage after the first and second stage when manufacturers inject flavors, add sugars, fats, and chemical preservatives, which we know are a lot of foods. Now, some examples of ultra-processed foods and alternatives, and I'll just name a few um, because it's a lengthy list, okay? So your ultra-processed foods would be your sweetened breakfast cereal, which we know we all have at home. The processed or secondary version, your middle version, will be plain brand cereal. And the home version of that will be oatmeal made with rolled oats and sweetened with honey, not sugar. Okay. Your ultra-processed food would be Coke. A processed type of that is artificially flavored sparkling water. And your home version will be the soda stream. Flavored potato chips are ultra-processed. Plain tortilla chips are processed. And the home version is DIY pita chips. Okay, so white bread is ultra-processed. And you have your processed version, which will be whole wheat bread with minimal ingredients. Now, the homemade version, of course, will be your homemade bread or bread that you make at home yourselves. Now, because, you know, they put a bunch of preservatives in, preservatives, excuse me, in it in order to preserve the shelf life. We know this. I don't eat a lot of that type of foods. If I do, I eat it in moderation. And so, all right. Now, coincidentally, this is funny. So an ultra-processed version of chicken will be your fried chicken. Once it's dropped in grease and fried, it is then turned into an ultra-processed type of chicken okay your deli rotisserie chicken is just a processed version because it's just cooked at that point and the home version is roast your chicken from scratch 
Now, the ultra-processed version of, um, well, basically flavor candy bar with a long list of ingredients is your ultra-processed type of food. Um, processed will be a simple candy bar with a short list of ingredients. And the home version of that will be your dark chocolate squares. Now, Frappuccino is ultra-processed, as we know. And then your processed version of Frappuccino will be your store-bought cold brew. So that's the middle grade instead of going all the way to the Frappuccino. And you have your regular home version of just drip coffee. Coffee out your coffee maker, your instant coffee, whatever it is that you have. That's the home version. Now, ultra-processed um, type is of potatoes are your mashed potato flakes. So, you know, the instant potatoes, the ones you make right now, those are ultra-processed. Um, processed version will be your frozen potatoes. And then you have a home version, which will be fresh whole potatoes. And then you cook them accordingly. Okay. Now, ultra-processed um, type of food is also an energy drink. A processed type is sweetened fruit juice. And a home version is fresh squeezed orange juice, which, of course, is your healthier version. Um, and you have ultra-processed flavored granola bars with added sugar and preservatives. And then your processed version is granola bars with minimal additives. And then you have your home version, which is DIY or do-it-yourself, basically granola. So um, also artificially flavored cheese crackers like your Cheez-Its, those are ultra-processed. Your processed um, type will be naturally flavored crackers. And then you have a home version, which are whole grain crackers with cheese slices. That's kind of, you know, the regular version of your cheesy. You know, you get you some crackers, put some cheese on it. Simple. Okay. Now, they also have 10 processed foods to avoid, which I thought I'd include, which I actually had to pull from somewhere else. So I thought it would be informative and a need-to-know type of thing as well. So now, 10 processed foods to avoid would be bacon, granola bars, flavored nuts, microwave popcorn, dried fruit, dried fruit, excuse me, fruit snacks, margarine, ketchup, instant ramen, as we know, your top ramen, cup of noodles, all of those things, and frozen dinners or frozen TV dinners. Now, a study was performed using a system called NOVA, which actually categorizes 3,000 300 foods according to how processed they are. Now, ultra-processed foods have a higher risk of cancer. Such foods are the ones with unrecognizable or unpronounceable words on the list of ingredients, which we know the best thing to do is to get thing, items with a minimal list of ingredients, especially words that you don't know. And if you don't know the long-ass word that has 10 or more letters in it, you might want to Google it because we do have Google available now to find out what the hell it is. And half the time it'd be paint thinner and a bunch of other things that you didn't know was consumable, but you've been consuming. Okay. Now, um, anything from the candy that turns your tongue blue to a healthier sounding um, canned soups packed with artificial flavors, additives, and other things. Okay. Because it's a lot of preservatives in there as well to preserve it in the can. And we all know eating out the can is not good anyway because of the can liner has its own little thing going on there which you can look that up. I'm not going to get into detail about that right now, but it's available information. Now, most foods are processed to some degree, but ultra-processed foods are typically contain more calories, sodium, and are sugar-packed. 
Now, eating a lot of processed meats like hot dogs also has been tied to an increased risk of colorectal cancer. Now, ultra-processed fats and sauces, sugary products, and drinks are associated with an increased risk, risk as well of overall cancer. And the study says ultra-processed sugary products were associated with an increased risk of breast cancer. So you're trying to figure out where all this cancer is coming from. It's coming from the foods that you eat. So be mindful of the type of food you eat. You know, the closer to do it yourself or eat at home or, you know, minimal box items and things of that nature could pretty much help you out in eating less processed foods. However, it's going to be processed to some degree when you eat it because you're going to cook your meat. So then it's processed at that point. But it's the degree that you process it at. You know, are you going to bake it or rotisserie it or put it on a grill or are you going to fry it? That also makes a difference there. And how many additives are you putting in your foods? You know, um, that makes a big difference. And then you can kind of keep down a lot of the risk of cancer. Now, people who tend to eat more ultra-processed foods also tend to smoke more and exercise less than others. But the authors also controlled um, for their controlled the, these issues, and they still found elevated cancer risk, even if they controlled the smoking and exercise more. Due to the foods they ate, they still saw the increased risk of cancer. So, go figure. Now, of course, the nutritionist would recommend a diet rich in whole grains, whole fruits and vegetables, instead of foods that have little nutritional value. Because you wonder why you're eating, and you're eating and you're eating, and then you get to where you realize you've eaten junk all day. It really has no substance. But now you've already maxed out on your general 2,000 or 2,500 calorie a day diet, which, you know, is what the human being should sustain on or the ideal calorie count for each human being. Um, it's a matter of how you're using it, what you're putting in, how much sodium is in it. Um, those things are packed with sodium and sugars and things of that nature. But it's up to you to make the decision on what you want to eat and how you want to eat it. If it's been working for you, then fine. I'm just here to help you understand what foods you're eating, um, what they're causing, and also different ways or different things and items that you can use to change that. So I am always welcome to opinions. And also, if you guys know any tips and things of that nature or foods that I might have missed along the way, feel free to reach out to me, lmfiercereview at gmail.com. Also, like, share, and comment. And also follow me on all social media platforms at Lala Madness and also Instagram at Lala Madness underscore official. And until we meet next time, ta-ta.